Hey, everybody, this is Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ibieta. And this is Medicare Agent IQ. Hey, real quick, the reason we do this is that we just want to help agents to be successful selling Medicare. And so what we're going to talk about today is cross-selling. Yeah, we want we want to help agents, and this is a big part. I feel like agents are leaving a lot of money on the table uh, or revenue, right? Yeah. And, and what I want to do is I want to encourage agents to shift away from the thinking of income. I want to increase my renewals. I want to increase my income and start thinking the way the businesses do, which is in terms of revenue. Right. And so when we talk about bringing in extra revenue, of course, we know that there's money to be made and that's what we're doing. We're out there selling these Medicare plans, but we're leaving money on the table and there's opportunity that is out there that we feel as an agent. And, and I'm guilty of this because I used to do this early on was I was so focused on making those Medicare sales, which you know, it's not a terrible thing, but there's still some missed opportunities because as you know, with these plans that we're selling, there are some gaps. And so our job is to educate people and let them know how you can help them fill some of those gaps. And so today we're gonna talk about, you know, some, some cross sell opportunities when you're meeting with people and when you're in the home. And of course it starts with, are we allowed to talk about these things? So right. what we're gonna discuss here today are things that you are allowed to talk about when you're in the appointment, but you have to make sure that you have permission to talk about those things. And that is filled out on the scope of appointment. Yeah, I, I feel like that's one of the things that I wanna overcome is there's a lot of excuses that I hear from agents. And and again, when I talk about excuses, I hear from agents, agents are independent, do whatever, do whatever yeah. you wanna, <laughs> wanna do. But there's a lot, one of the things I hear is, well, I'm just too busy during AEP to focus on this. That was me. Right, <laughs> but are yeah. you? But are you too busy to take the extra 15 minutes after that appointment and talk about a hospital indemnity plan and how it could really help them? And so a couple of things I wanna do is I'm gonna shift my mindset into thinking about these products, these extra products that you could be helping them with. Let's shift the mindset into the, the, the truth is, is that these are some good products that could really help an individual in, in you know financially in the time of need and that's why we want to we want to talk about them so what i would do is let's start with that scope of appointment form right yeah well, first and foremost, we all know it's got to be done 48 hours ahead of time, right? But on that scope, if you if you look at it, you know you know that you're going to go in there to discuss a Medicare Advantage plan, but there are other boxes on there that you can check off that you want to check off. We encourage you to do so. Let, let you know what? Let me touch on that real quick, yeah. and this is just an, a, a side note for agents. The, if if I'm a, as as an agent, what I'm going to do when I'm sitting in front of someone. Uh, or we're talking about a scope of appointment and, and they're asking, well, do I have to, do I, which one do I check? Medicare Advantage, what I would say is look, as an independent agent, it's my job to make sure that I find all the, all the options that would be best and make sure to put you in the best possible situation. So what I would do is just go ahead and check all of them. Yeah. Okay, and then I've never had someone be like, well, no, I just wanted to talk about Medicare Advantage. Now, if someone does, that's what the point of the scope is, right? Like only talk Medicare Advantage, yeah. but, but, I have a responsibility to my client to offer them an option that is going to put them in the best possible situation. So let me do that. Yeah, and, and a simple mistake that can be avoided is sometimes we're in a mindset where we may think I'm going into this appointment to talk about a Medicare supplement, so I'm only gonna have them check off the Part D. And then at some point in that appointment, it could turn into a conversation about a Medicare Advantage plan. So just to avoid those, any additional hurdles that you've gotta overcome because 
there are so many when it comes to our business. Just do what Raul said just now and, and have them check them all because again, it's our it's our duty. You know, we owe it to our clients to to go over all the options that they've got when we're in that appointment with them. Yeah, let's talk about the I guess the first option on there that's it, which is a hospital indemnity plan. And I think that there's a lot of value in those hospital indemnity plans in particular on, on plans that have, I mean, of course, if there's a plan with a hundred dollars a day for the first five day copay, then yeah, you know, do you really need it? Maybe not, maybe not. You're on a zero premium plan for a reason. And, but what I'm thinking about is those plans that have the $250, $290 a day to go in the hospital. I've seen, you know, 325 a day to go into the hospital for five or seven days. It can get pretty costly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, but, but maybe not, you know, when, when you're on those zero premium plans, cause we've had it generally, you know, that's always been my mindset is, you know, those, those hospital, those Medicare Advantage plans that are going to have the higher copay. So depending on what you focus on, we have some agents that we know that write a lot of HMO plans. Some would do a lot of PPO plans. And then we have some who do a mix of the two. And, and the feedback that we get from the agents who write a lot of uh, HMOs is I don't really see the, the value in, 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 presenting a hospital indemnity plan but and we're going to dive into this i might be getting ahead but but some of these hospital indemnity carriers allow you to add a cancer rider and we know that there is you know that can be a pain point financially in in, in a lot of these medicare advantage plans where you're going to see uh people spending you know their costs going up and so having a hospital indemnity plan in place that uh, has got a cancer rider built into it you know there is value there and, and at the end of the day you know, that's, that's what we're there to do. Right. I mean, what are, what are there, what are the, the negatives of, uh, even a good advantage plan is the 20%. Usually most of the plans have 20% coinsurance for, for, um, radiation, but also for chemotherapy. And so 20, 20% is, is quite a bit. And then you have that max out of pocket on, on all, all Medicare advantage plans have the max out of pocket. So, that is a liability on on a plan. The other is on on a plan where you have a high a high hospital cost is are those hospital costs. So our job would be to try to help them identify the the, the issues within the um, the plan and help them you know get coverage for as much as we can help them to to cover. So again, make sure that that's that's your heart is and, and so if doesn't it feel different when you ask that question when your heart's in the right place. Yeah. When you, you know, because like, if you're just like, I'm just trying to add revenue, <laughs> like I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just trying to make more money. It's going to come off like that. So that's not, that's, you have to basically like for me, in order to make all of these things work, I have to sell it to myself. And does it make sense? Is this something that I would, that I would sell to my own grandpa, my own mom when she's turning 65 and a lot of times the answer is yes. And that's how I can get on board with these because I'm that kind of person that I'm not going to sell you something I don't believe in. And, yeah. I, and, and honestly, we all shouldn't. Right. Yeah. And, it, and I think, so the agents out there, well, I guess there, <laughs> there's some agents out there who are like never advantage, you know, right. that kind of thing. It, 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 it's hard to believe it, but you also have to open up your mind. Again, I, I go off on these, these side notes. Do it. You have to open up your mind as an agent that not everybody's in your financial situation. And so we get stuck in that. But like, what if you can't afford it? What if like, what if the idea would be like, well, it's only 150 a month. Yeah, when they first turn 65, talk to me when they're 75 yeah. and, and they're calling you because it's now 320 a month and they've got a condition that they can't change. So, you know, like we, we have to, 
you have to sell it to yourself, yeah. you know, and, and help understand that there's a lot of seniors that, that if you're only selling meds up, you're putting them in a really tough yeah. situation to end up having wasted money during the healthy years, yeah. because that's the point kind of like of an advantage plan is you're wasting money during the healthy years. If you're on a med sup, all the years you're healthy. And then when the prices start going up, why do the prices go up? Usually that's when people get sick, right? Yeah. Like they usually, <laughs> as you get older, that's when you start having these conditions. And so you paid all this premium while you were healthy and now you can no longer afford it once you're sick. Yeah. Okay, side note over, <laughs> let's go back to- You, you, you said something great there. You've, you've got to believe in what you're doing. And, and so, because if you don't, then, the, a lot of times they can they can pick that up and so you I know that I do you know I believe in what I'm doing and, and I believe my mentality when I go into somebody's home is I, I truly believe that I'm walking in there and I'm gonna put them in a better position today when I when after I walk out the home than they were in before I got there. right and so I think you've got a program or so if you got to have um, that mindset but again it's bringing you know the value to them and, and being genuine about the services that you're providing and not having the mindset of, I'm gonna make some extra money by tacking on this hospital indemnity plan and these other products, you know, some dental plans or vision plans. Um, it's it's putting them in a position where if they uh, are having some out-of-pocket costs that come up as they get older or get sick, um, you've got something in place that's gonna protect them. Yeah, and in, in, in right now it's, it's, it's so much easier. One of the cool things is a lot of the, a lot of the carriers, and I, you know, I'm not gonna get into the specifics on the different carriers, but a lot of them are doing this thing where uh, they have guaranteed issue for, for like the first two years, yeah. if you are like for 65 through 67. And so that's, that's actually really cool. And they're gonna accept everybody regardless mm -hmm. of the situation onto these plans. Then you can put it with that, with a cancer rider that gives them coverage for five or $10,000 mm -hmm. and you're putting them in a much better situation that's going to cover it. So, you know, especially on HMO plans, you sell an HMO plan with a, with a small hospital benefit. Maybe the maybe the copays aren't aren't that high, with a small hospital benefit, but maybe a larger, uh, you know, a ten thousand uh, dollar cancer rider. Mm -hmm. Well, now I'm putting them in a situation where they've got two years of chemotherapy covered if they end up getting it. Right. Again, I'm doing them a service at a very, very affordable cost. So I think that that makes a, a, a lot of sense. And um, another product that someone would be able to sell during an appointment is the dental vision and hearing product. There's yeah. there's a couple of different plans out there, right? That that offer dental vision and hearing a pretty affordable amount. Yeah, they're very affordable. As a matter of fact, I have one uh, for myself. Uh, so you can you can write it for anybody of all ages, yeah. but obviously the, the population that we're dealing with are, are the seniors and the rates are the same. So I'm paying the same amount that a 65 year old, a 70 year old is paying for for their dental, but you know, when does it make sense, right? A lot of these plans that we're, that we're out here selling, these Medicare Advantage plans already include dental, they already include vision. Well, we all know that some of these dental packages that are that are built into these plans are, are not as rich or some only cover preventative with very limited comprehensive benefits. And so if somebody's looking to get onto a plan that gives them a lot more when it comes to um, when it comes to dental and vision, then this is an opportunity for you to position yourself right here. And so one quick example, the, the market that we're in here, right? There's a plan um, that gives, you know, depending on the situation, right? There's an MA only plan that gives you $125 back into your social security check or, you know, the part B reduction, but the dental package that's built into it is not, it's not as rich, but 
look, here's here's how you've got to have this this mentality is you're putting one hundred and twenty five dollars back into their into their Social Security check. So if they you know, it's an opportunity for you to to with that extra one hundred and twenty five dollars, that's coming back to them to to get them on a hospital indemnity plan uh, and to get them a dental plan and a vision plan that's going to have more comprehensive benefits where they can actually go out and use this. And so this is where we bring the value. I was I was having a conversation with an agent the other day and um, she was telling me that she wanted to meet with uh, a client who this particular scenario had TRICARE for life. And um, so she was looking at getting her on an MA only plan uh, that gives money back into the social security check. The reason that she wanted to meet that this person wanted to meet with the agent was because they wanted some dental. Right. And so uh, turns out the dentist that she goes to that she loves is not in network with this particular plan. And so ended up not making the sale. And so I was talking to the agent after the the appointment. How did it go? We were recapping. What can we learn from this? And so, well, it just turns out that the dentist wasn't in network. So it just didn't make sense. And I said, well, let's think about some things. Right. She's getting one hundred and twenty five dollars back. So even though the dentist is not going to take her dental plan, you're still putting one hundred and twenty five dollars back into her Social Security check where now she's got some funds where she can use that money for dentist for the dentist or she can go and use it anywhere else. And so, sorry, I kind of went off there, but that's like a perfect example of as agents out in the field, where if we're thinking about these things and we understand the products, um, this this opens up you, you know the door to to cross sell some some other products like dental, vision, and hearing, and of course the, the hospital indemnity plan. Yeah, it makes they they do absolutely make a lot of sense, and just kind of again where we move past kind of being a, a Medicare Advantage enroller, right? Someone who enrolls people into to Medicare Advantage plan into a you know a, a, an advisor, someone who's yeah. going to help them to to figure out, hey, look, you know this this is this is the package that might make the most sense for you, right? Like trying to put them in a situation that's that that's getting them the most coverage possible. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that so those are the those are the main other products that you can sell and so what I again recommend doing is getting getting with your upline making sure that you have all the all the all the right products to be able to to do that and then of course you got to study those plans and 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 get to know them but they're a lot easier than Medicare Advantage right like to yes. to be able to <laughs> enroll someone in a hospital indemnity <laughs> plan it's actually pretty easy and you can prepare right earlier we talked about uh, well I don't have time well you know it's just an extra 15 minutes and you can even minimize that time because I know as agents, we we try to prepare as best we can for the appointment that we're going into. So, you know, before we go and meet with our clients, we're, we're trying to get the, the doctor information. Who's your doctor? You know, if you can get me the list of prescriptions that you're taking, that helps you prepare. So that way, when you go in the home, you've got a couple of options ready to go and you're not doing all of this homework while you're in there. So when you're plugging in, you know, the doctors, when you're plugging in the medications, r- put together a quick quote for a hospital indemnity plan. And so when you're in the home, the way that the way that I'll do it is I'll, you know, when I get to that hospital copay, when I'm talking to them, I'll say, look, it, with this plan being a PPO, we, we understand, we understand that this is this might be a pain point, you know, if you spend a week in the hospital, this is how much you you're you're looking to spend. But there are other plans that are out there, they're called hospital indemnity plans, that will help fill this gap. And I'll explain that to you here in just a little bit. But this is how it looks with your Medicare Advantage plan, if you were to end up in the hospital. And so you've already kind of 
you set the table for the conversation of bringing that quote at the end of the enrollment and then you can go down and there are other riders that you can add in there an ambulance rider a physical therapy rider an outpatient surgery rider different things so understanding what's important to to your client and and they're going to tell you right when you're having the conversation with them and when you're doing that needs analysis they're going to tell you what's important to them they might even tell you that dental is important to them or, or vision and so you've got these things that you're thinking about and again the the point that we're driving home here is you know you can you can offer these products to them in that same appointment when you're out there running uh, your medicare appointments yeah absolutely i want to uh i want to talk to the agents that say that they don't have time to to sell other products and what i'm talking about is coming back a couple days later and selling final expense that's what I want to talk about yeah. next is final expense. So, so there's agents that will say, Hey man, I'm just too busy. I'm like, well, how many appointments are you running a day? Like I don't know, four or five. Yeah. And, and realistically, if you're only running four or five appointments in a day, there's ways to like, you plan out your schedule, like to, to, to automatically come back two days later. What I would, when I, back when I was active and mostly as an agent, I was, I was still working at Humana at the time. And we had some final expense products. And at the end of it, I, I just kind of learned from, from them just a one open-ended question. At the end of an appointment, when you're done, you know, have you've done the thing, hey, make sure you send me people, you know, all the referrals and, and everything that you're asked for. But at the end, just say, hey, by the way, real quick, before I wrap up, what have you done to take care of your final expenses? And I word it that way. And, and the reason that I word it that way is because of the fact that if you ask someone, do you have life insurance? You know, that's not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> but the question, what have you done to take care of your final expenses? It puts people in a different mindset and it makes them stop and think because what do you mean? I like, like I, I know what life insurance is, but I'm not thinking the word final expenses, right? So it makes them stop and think, what have I done to take care of my final expenses? And a lot of times they'll look at you, they'll ask you what you mean by that. Just if something, and, and then so you can expand on it. Yeah, so you, so let's let's role play real quick, right? Yep. You say, hey, ask me what the it, question. Hey, so by the way, man, and thank you so much. I look forward to being your agent. I'm gonna help you. We're gonna stay in contact all the time. Hey, real quick, what have you done to take care of your final expenses? Uh, what, what do you mean final expenses? Yeah, yeah, you know, just kind of thinking like if something were to happen to you and you know, you needed to have like your funeral and oh, well, I already have a, a lot yeah, of time. I have, I, have, I have a life insurance policy. Oh, okay. okay. Well, so if you already have a life insurance, it, you know, like to be honest, I'm not a final expense guy. Right. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm not, I'm not like a, I'm not going to review it. I'm not a rebuttal guy. I'm like, okay, good. You know, but, but, if, but, but if a lot of the said, seniors, if, if, if he would have said, Oh man, to be honest, I haven't, I haven't taken care of it. Here's what I want to do. I want to, I want to come back in a, in a, in about two days and I'm going to just go through and show you what your options might be to, to be able to make sure that if something were to happen to you, that you'd be able to get that funeral paid for. Mm -hmm. So I'll come back, I'll, I'll come back in two days and just, just very easily, very easy. Just throw this in. Look, I'll say this right now. I'm a Medicare advantage insurance agent. I'm sorry, a Medicare plan agent where I do Medicare Advantage, I do Medicare supplements. And that's my that's my focus. I'm just looking to add revenue. So I'm not the like I'm 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 not like this isn't the FFL channel. Like they're like they, they those guys will they'll review someone else's insurance, possibly move if someone has final expense insurance, I'm usually gonna yeah. I'm not trying to 
I'm not trying to change it unless they're like, yeah, you oh, it's funny. I just signed up three or four days ago with another agent. Ah, give it a look, you know, yeah, like if it's fresh. Right. But if it's, they've had it in place for like three years, I'm not like the replacement plan kind of guy yeah. and, and all that. I just, I'm, I'm just looking to, and kind of going back, here, here's my thought. And if I'm having a conversation in that role play and he's like, ah, to be honest, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. I'm say, have you ever noticed that when someone passes away, a lot of times the family, uh, the, the daughter, do you have a daughter? Oh yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. A lot of times the daughter's scrambling around so nervous and stressed and really they should be able to mourn their own, their own dad. Uh, and they're, they're, they're running around and they're, they're stressed and, maybe trying to put together a barbecue plate fundraiser or, or putting the funeral on a credit card or, or just any way that they can figure out how to, how to make it work. And, and really what I would, what I think might be a good thing is, you know, we save you some money on, on your plan. I think it might be a good idea just to look and, and, and see if there is uh, a, a, an affordable way to make sure that your daughter's not having to do that. Yeah. And if you can, you can do that. And so I'll come back in a couple of days and we'll, I'll come back on, on Thursday and, and we'll, uh, and, and we'll, I'll just go over the options and, and here's the best part. You can just show it to her and see what she thinks if it's, if it's worth it. And I bet she'll probably say yes, because we just don't want her scrambling around like yeah. that. Right. Okay. So I'll come back on Thursday. <laughs> just <laughs> I'm assuming that I just, man, I just honestly, and, and, and here's what it comes back to what I just said to you is, is I am Real. so authentic. Like I, I truly don't, I genuinely care for this individual and I don't want to see his daughter having to mm -hmm. do that. And, and as an insurance agent, I'm to, to all of our insurance agents out there, I want to tell you, I have been in a situation where, where our, uh, where, where I've gotten calls from people as a Medicare Advantage insurance agent. And they said, hey, I was just calling, do I have any life insurance connected to this? Because my father passed away. And you get those phone calls. And as a person that's responsible for caring for the individual that I'm sitting in front of, how do I feel knowing I never even offered? That's, that's, that's the hard part to me, is I'm just gonna offer it. And so I, again, I'm not a pressure sales guy. I'm not the guy, like, I, again, I'm not that, I'm not that upline that's like, like yeah. teaching people like the, how to, like how to trick them in it. Like, that's not right. my style. But yeah. did I, did I make the offer? Did I make the, did I try to help them? Because ultimately that's what it's about, right? Is trying to help them. So yeah, I think the fact that the way that you said it there, it really was authentic. Nothing about it felt fake. And, um, you know, in addition to that, just to add another layer is, you know, be, be mindful of their budget, you know, don't be premium driven, you know, if I know, cause we all know that the commissions on a, on a final expense product can, can, you know, you could see some, some big chunks of change come in, in, you know, in just a matter of 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. And so you, you wanna make sure that you put them on something that's gonna fit that budget. So that same conversation that you were having with that with that individual show is, shows it to the daughter and says, well, you know, we can only afford X amount of dollars. Well, at least if, if it's gonna cover, if it's gonna give you $10,000, 
in in coverage, then at least that's ten thousand dollars more that his daughter is going to have to to use towards that funeral expense. And so even if that funeral comes up to comes out to be twelve or thirteen, fifteen thousand dollars, at least she doesn't she's not responsible for paying for the entire uh, right. funeral. Or they can a lot of times they'll present them with the option. Well, do you want to cremate him instead right. or cremate them instead? Like, yeah, absolutely. Let me right. let me. Um, let me go ahead and, and and cremate my my mom so that way I can get the mm -hmm. you know I can I can I can save some money there It'd probably be like eight or nine thousand dollars if you if you went the cremation route so yeah. like be able to they're, they're you're basically just putting them in a situation they're putting their like really I think that when it comes to lower income individuals and final expense insurance what it comes down to is is thinking about someone else. And, and if, if that's why I kind of tug at those hard mm -hmm. strings of, hey, do you really want to like put, I've seen a lot of children, a lot of uh, grown children scrambling for, for money. And, and that's the only reason that I bring it up. I just want to help. And a lot of times they'll want to have that conversation and if realistically they can't afford it. So fast forward, I came back two days later and we have this conversation about it. I'm going to, so, so fast forward, we have this conversation. Now um, they say, oh man, I really can't afford the, the $10,000. Say, look, here, here's what I want you to do. I want you to talk to your, your daughter that mm -hmm. we talked about earlier. I know you mentioned that, that, that you would hate to see her scrambling. Sometimes I've seen where family members think it's a good idea. And so they'll come together. How many, you said you had three, three kids. Like a lot of times they might, they might, um, they might take that $30 a month, that $50 a month and, and divide it between the three of them. And now it's affordable. And so that way they're not having to scramble. So why don't you go ahead and have that conversation? And then I'll, you know, we can talk later about it. Yeah. And so again, just kind of thinking about the heart, what would I do? Like if I were in that situation and I were, if, if I were the, the son in that situation, I'd be like, dad, let me, let me cover the 40 or $50 a month. I don't know how much final yeah. expense premium is, but, but you can get but, some around there. <laughs> yeah. 40, let me cover the 40 or $50 a, a month for this dad and make sure that, that I'm not having to figure this out, you know, and, and having to come up with $10,000 on the spot. So let me, let me, let me figure this out. And so a lot of times they're, they're going to do that. So the one thing I'll address real quick is, do I have the time? It's AEP right now. Do I have the time? You do? <laughs> I'm just like, like there's, I, there's, there are some agents. I do know a couple agents that are running, like that get over 200 cells during an AEP. And so maybe they don't, but the average agent yeah. during AEP, honestly, so we, we see a lot of numbers and we see a lot of good agents. And, but I think that the average is somewhere around, you know, between 40 and 80, yeah. like, you know, sales during an AEP for an independent agent. And so if that's the case, you absolutely have time. You, you absolutely have time and you just need to work it in. So when I was, when I was active as an agent, I, I worked at, I worked at, uh, at Humana. And so we did our own, we had self-generated business that we would do, but then we would also have leads that they would give us. And so a lot of times we would be, you know, working seven, um, We'd be, we, we'd be working like seven, eight appointments in a day. I'd be working from like eight in the morning until 9 p.m. at times. But it's AEP. You, work, you worked really hard for two months. Like, just get out there and do it. Well, well, Raul, well why not just wait until January? Well, a couple of reasons. One, they're going to forget that they had this conversation. <laughs> you, just, 
you just tugged at their heartstrings and now you're waiting until January to actually have the conversation. Uh, there's, there's that. Maybe they run into someone else who does have time to have a final, like you opened up the door and then they do, uh, or even if you don't open up the door, you know, some, a lot of, a lot of things can happen when that person's no longer warm. Have you ever tried getting a hold of your client? <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to call them yeah. back. Sometimes they're on a, uh, they're, they're on a, one of those pay by month phones mm. and now their phone's disconnected, you know, two months later. And then it's just like, oh man, they end up staying your client, but the time is now. The, 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 it's AEP is a time when, yes, you're supposed to be working a little bit harder. You're supposed to be putting in a lot more hours. That's what it's about. So so I would encourage you, like, just, just yes, you do have time. So except except for the ex, except for the agents who are making like, you know, 200 sales during AEP. Yes, everybody else, you have time. Yeah. And so I just want to encourage you to 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 get out there and do that. And and um, we'll briefly just touch on cancer insurance also, um, you know, at, at the end of that, what have you done to take care of your final expenses? You know, it's, it, there's a conversation of, you know, has, have you had much family that, that had cancer? Oh yeah. Every, I, I've had people were like, yes, every one of my sisters has had cancer and there's five of them. And like, yes, if every one of your sisters has had cancer, I, I mean, I'm not saying you're going to get it. I'm just saying it might be a good idea to get some light, get some mm -hmm. cancer insurance. So, so things like that. I genuinely care about an individual. I genuinely care about the individual sitting in front of me. And if I have that attitude, then I am going to at least talk to them about it. Cause I know that I, you know, like I've talked to, talked to my family about these things like, Hey, you know, this cancer insurance is available. Might be a good idea to get it. Then I would do that with the person in front of me, kind of owe it to them to, to just, even if it's not something you would buy, kind of owe it to them to at least let them know that it was available. Worst case scenario for me would be just kind of, as we wrap up, you talk to a customer and say, Hey, um, yeah, I had cancer. It cost me quite a bit of money and be like, Hey, did you, did you, do you sell cancer insurance? Yeah. It's something I have. Uh, how come you never told me about it? Yeah. Like, you could have saved me a lot of money. And that's, that's truly, that's, that's gotta be the, the, the heart of it when, you know, when you're presenting it is I would, I would much rather do that than be in a situation where I didn't ever tell them about it. And then just kind of like could have been in a much better financial situation. So yeah. So that's all we've got for today. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We are here on a weekly basis, whether it's AEP, whether regardless, we're here to help agents to be successful. So until next time, do me a favor. Would you follow us on our social media? And we've got uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, and uh, I feel YouTube. Like YouTube. Thank yeah. you. I was like, I feel like there's another one. So follow us on YouTube. We, we try to put together uh, training videos also, just like short little uh, videos where we're helping agents to be more successful. Similar to this. So until next time, thank you.